Uh, this is Skip Lockwood, and you're listening to Mets Musing. I was a pitcher, a relief pitcher, a closer with the New York Mets. I have a new book out called Inside Pitch, Mets Musing. Thank you very much. This, this is, is Len and Jeff, Jeff from Baseball and, and Barbecue. And the one place to go for New York Mets news, past week game reviews, upcoming series previews, interviews, analysis, opinion, and, and what's, what's going, going down, down on the farm. farm. It's, it's Mets Musings with Gary Mack. So keep the faith, stay optimistic, and let's go Mets. Mets Musings with Gary Mack. Now it's time for some New York Mets baseball talk. Here's Gary Mack bringing you the latest news and analysis from Mets Nation and the world of baseball on another edition of Mets Musings. And hello, everybody, and welcome to another edition of Mets Musings number 341, a day late, but better late than never, I say, I say, I say. Where am I? There I am. All right. You know what? I'm taking it easy today. I'm going to take it easy this week because I've been ranting and raving all season long. And you know what? Yeah, it was a lousy week. They lost two of three to Boston, lost two of three to Philadelphia. They won the opening series in both games, in, in both series, both games. Opening games in both series. That's it. And they didn't look awful. I know. I know. You're being optimistic. There's no such thing as moral victories. But you see, I think there is. And I think they have played tons better this second half of the season than they did in the first half. I just think we were so disgusted with what happened in June that uh, we really all gave up, and rightfully so. They were out of the race. They're out of the race now, but you know what? I'm taking a new look at things. A, because there's nine games left, and that's it. And then we got to wait six months of darkness. I don't like the winter. I don't like the cold weather. I'm not particularly a big football fan. I'll watch it. But they lost me a few years ago with all the chest bumping and, and uh, uh, you know, the, the just all of the things that they do now. Basketball, same thing. I, I, I lost... My my passion for it. I'll watch a little hockey, but it you know, at least those guys deserve the chest bump when they get a goal because they work so freaking hard to get one, and they're back and forth and uh, that ice. So, but baseball's my thing, and in nine days, my team is gonna be finished. Nine plus days, whatever it is. And that's sad. And looking back now, you know, at least they're closing better. At least they brought up some young guys with seeing something that could possibly be put together for next year. There are pieces. 
And and that is a lot of it. There are pieces in place. Do they need help? Oh, big time. Oh, lots of holes. Lots of holes to fill. But there are some pieces. We saw the emergence this year of Zach Wheeler. We saw the continuing evolution of greatness of Jacob deGrom. We even saw some good things from Syndergaard, Noah Syndergaard, and as well as Stephen Matz. Even, and don't come after me with the pitches and the the, uh, forks, but... uh, Even Jason Vargas has finally got it straightened out and showing some good performances. Jay Bruce, he's auditioning for next year already. He wants to show us that it wasn't a mistake. Starting to come around. And I think the key with with Bruce, and I've said this before, is he's healthy now. He wasn't healthy since spring training. He had the plantar fasciitis, fasciitis, whatever. You know, I'm always screwing up those terms, so just bear with me. And I don't think he ever got healthy. I really don't. I think he's been hurt all year until they finally shut him down. Because now he's come back and he's hitting a whole lot better. He's healthy. And so we go into 2019 and we have some, you know, lots of question marks. But, you know, they beat the Nationals last night. Opening of the series. It's very early in the game, but in the first inning, they're up one nothing right now. And, you know, I was thinking about this series just the other day as well. And uh, it dawned on me that if you looked at this series on paper in the beginning of the season, a lot of us were hoping and thinking that this could be a huge series. That this could be the series that may determine a division winner. Now, as it turned out, that's not the case. But the surprising part is that it turned out not to be the case for the Nationals as well. Everybody picked them to win. number of writers picked them to win the World Series. They're not even going to make the playoffs. They've had quite a bad year. pretty unbelievable and they started cutting some of their team cutting some salary got rid of Daniel Murphy got rid of Gio Gonzalez so interesting interesting uh, situation so we don't know what they're going to be like next year but you know that thought did pass through my mind that if you looked at this series on paper in the beginning of the year looked at the schedule
you would have thought this would have been a big time series. And speaking of the schedule, this is how depressing it's getting now because at the beginning of the year when I give you the games that are coming up, I had a full page uh, of the Mets schedule in front of me and now we're down to a little square for the month of September. And if I cut that down, it'd be even smaller, but... Uh, We're down to nine games, including tonight's game. And then we go into darkness. <laughs> and the Mets are already taking steps forward to 2019. They shut down Zach Wheeler. Um, you know, I'd love to see him pitch some more, but he is he's coming off two injury plague season. And he threw 182.1 innings this season. Um, they just felt the Mets and Wheeler, I, I think, made a smart decision. They shut him down for the rest of the year. Before they shut him down, he picked up another win with a good effort against the Phillies. He won 12 games this year. That's a career high. And um, more than that, we, we saw him pitch to his potential and what we expected him to do when we got him from the Giants for Carlos Beltran. So really uh, quite a fascinating evolution of Zach Wheeler. Whatever kicked in his head, uh, I hope it stays there. Now the Mets shut down also Wilma Flores, but for a different reason. He has early-onset arthritis in both his knees. He was examined on Thursday of last week at the hospital for special surgery after complaining about pain in his knees. And I've got bad knees, so I can imagine uh, what he's going through. He batted 267 this season, collected 25 doubles, 11 home runs, and 51 RBI uh, playing mostly first and second base, Flores earned $3.4 million this season and enters his final year arbitration 2019. So Wilma Flores has been shut down. And I'm not too upset about that either because at least perhaps that will give them a chance to look at Jay Bruce and Dominic Smith at first base. They're going to have to figure that situation out Dominic Smith's looked been, been looking pretty good lately uh, playing the field hitting so um, yeah I mean uh, you know the future could be bright for this team all right, here's what we're going to do. We're going to take a quick break. It's not going to be a long show because I want you to get back and watch the game. If you're watching me live, I want you to uh, get back and watch the game. So let's take a quick break and be back after this. Hey, baseball fans and book fans as well. This is Frank Nappy, author of the Legend of Mickey Tussler series, inviting all of you to learn more about my protagonist, Mickey Tussler, an incredible pitching prodigy who has autism. Follow Mickey's journey as he captures the hearts of fans everywhere with his blazing fastball and indomitable spirit. 
please visit Amazon or www.franknappy.com for more information. Hi, this is the world-famous Mr. Brewtown of BrewtownSports.Potomatic.com. You know, you can find us on Facebook, Twitter, and Google+, Plus. Uh, Brewtown Sports. You can also listen to the show at Stitcher.com, TuneIn.com, and iTunes.com. And we've got the new one. It's called BrewtownRadio.Webley.com. But the one that I'm most proud of being on is BaseballPodcast.net. It is the home of great baseball talk shows. Check it out, my show and all kinds of other programs all about Major League Baseball. So check it out. That's BaseballPodcast.net, the home for great baseball talk shows. The Phillies and Mets rivalry has never been better. Hi, my name is Rich Baxter, and I host Phillies Talk Podcast. I hope you'll join me as we talk all about the Phillies all season long. That's Phillies Talk Podcast at FightinPhillies.com. And now back to Gary Mack and this great edition of Mets Musings. Five one six six one nine six three four one. That is the comment voicemail hotline if you'd like to be a part of the show and drop us a line leave us a comment or a voicemail question anything at all call that number 516-619-6341 or go to metsmusings.com and click on that widget in the middle of the screen and that's a speak pipe and you can leave a voicemail right through your computer through your computer's microphone or if you prefer to do things the old-fashioned way send us an email at metsmusings at gmail.com the facebook page is facebook.com slash groups slash Mets Musings, and the Twitter handle is at Mets Musings 1. And uh, if you'd uh, like to help out the show, check out our Patreon page. Check out the campaign at patreon.com slash Mets Musings. We're back, and uh, some interesting little tidbits I uh, thought you might know, uh, want to know. Um, you know, last Monday night, the Mets won their 70th game of the season. Here's the scary part. They matched the win total from 2017 when they finished 70 and 92. Having gone 38 and 32, now this was as of Monday. Since the disastrous 5 and 21 June, the Mets are 70 and 80 on the season with 12 games remaining. That was four games ago. They are now 71 and 82. But this, the, 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 the thing that got, <laughs> got to me was They've actually got a better year this year now than they did last year. And we all ranted and raved and cursed and did everything else you could think of all season long, and yet they're coming in better than last year. There is an improvement over last year. Now, 
I use the improve word improvement lightly because we expected so much more. And maybe that's the problem. Maybe it, it didn't the team did not meet our expectations. And that could be uh, why uh, it seems like it was so much, so worse than it really was the season. Or it was bad. <laughs> but apparently last year was worse. So uh, I don't know. Six and one, half a done the other. Just thought that was an interesting fact that they've actually. Uh, won as many games and now have passed that and have won more games than they did last season and theoretically on paper had a better year than they did last year, even though we expected so much more. And when this season ends, the New York Mets will no longer be heard on WOR Radio 710 AM, though next year you'll have to be cruising the radio dial again. But not too far because you're going to go from 710 to 880 because the Mets announced a new seven-year agreement with Entercom to air their game on WCBS 880 AM beginning in 2019 and running through 2025. The new deal includes all regular season, spring training, and postseason games along with pregame and postgame coverage. The new deal also includes Spanish language rights to Mets broadcasts, which currently air on ESPN Deportes, 1050 a.m. in New York. The Mets joined the Crosstown New York Yankees under the Entercom New York Sports Umbrella. Yankee games are heard on WFAN AM slash FM, which was the Mets radio home from the station's inception in 1987 through 2013. We're pleased to be the new radio home of the Mets, said Susan Larkin, regional president and market manager for Entercom. We remain committed to bringing our listeners and partners the most exciting sports content from their hometown teams especially in New York metropolitan area where we be the radio home for both major league baseball clubs. The company at least will be beginning in 2019. WCBS is an all news station with plenty of experience airing sports play by play. They add the Yankees recently and currently airs WFAN spillover play by play. In those circumstances, the stations added its nonstop news coverage on a web stream. There was no confirmation that this was the case again with upcoming Mets broadcasts, but industry industry sources are expecting this to happen again. So tune that dial if you're in a car, want to check out the Mets game. Not this year or next year. Wait till next year. Still listen to, to 710. And I certainly hope that they have bring bring um um uh, Pete McCarthy and, and Wayne Randazzo and of course Howie Rose, the great Howie Rose and Josh Lewin over to CBS. I don't think I, you know it's never a problem when they change stations like that unless the station's got an axe to grind with one of the guys but I don't think uh, there'll be a problem and uh, uh, truthfully it's probably up to the Mets a lot of that and Howie Rose is a fixture. He's got to stay with the Mets. We love Howie Rose, Wayne Randazzo, who was on this very show. Uh, I love him, too. Does a great job in the pre- and post-game shows and some great work 
doing some play-by-play with Howie Rose on the weekends now. Uh, when Josh Lewin, I think Josh Lewin does the uh, Los Angeles Chargers games or some uh, NFL team out in the coast. So he leaves, and uh, I believe Rand- Wayne Randazzo takes over on the radio side with Howie Rose. So um, terrific, uh, terrific uh, thing. All right. Um, you know what? One more quick break, and then um, we'll come back and go down on the farm. Is there some farm news, a little bit of farm news there? And, and we'll call the show. So stay tuned. Baseball and BBQ, your place for interesting baseball talk, opinions, and history. Baseball and BBQ, your place for barbecue recipes, tips, and interviews from the world of barbecue. If you like baseball and if you like barbecue, then tune in to Baseball and BBQ. Find us on iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, and BaseballTalkRadio.com, along with Mets Musings and other great baseball podcasts. All right, and uh, let me add to uh, that, that if you cannot get enough of me and want more, be on the lookout for the next episode of Baseball and BBQ. I don't know when they're going to release it, but uh, we recorded it last night. I was on for a brief segment of time. We were talking about um, the Todd Frazier incident uh, and, uh, you know, the catch and the phony ball and that whole thing. Uh, <laughs> so I uh, had a blast. Love being on with those guys. We're going to do some more stuff in the future, some uh, forums. We're going to talk about uh, – uh, hopefully we'll try to get uh, a couple of guys together and talk about uh, different things in baseball, and I'm going to try to get them on to uh, do a recap of the match year, maybe have a little forum going here um, to do that. So uh, – Look for that in the near future. But uh, look for that episode in the next few days. And uh, I'm sure you'll enjoy it. It was a lot of fun. Now it's time to go down on the farm. Okay, as the 2018 minor league seasons came to an end, the Mets minor league staff made an all-star team. Uh, I'm sorry, the blog site Mets Miners made an all-star team of prospects. This list is strictly based on offensive numbers, age, and defense. Did not play a role in our decisions. That was the staff from Mets Musings. We had uh, Mets Miners. I'm Mets Musings. Uh, (laughs) um, So here's what the guys at Mets Miners picked for their all-star team based on the Mets prospects catcher was Andres Reno, who uh, played this year in the DSL and moved up to the Gulf Coast League, uh, but never really got an at bat there. Uh, let's see. First base uh, goes without saying. Peter Alonso started the year in Binghamton, went to uh, Vegas. Second base is Jeff McNeil. Um. Of course, McNeil, no stranger now to New York as he has made his professional major league, I should say, debut and has been doing a great job. Um, At shortstop, they're picking Shervin Newton, who I've never really uh, uh, heard of, uh, but they think he can hit better than Andres Jimenez. And, of course, uh, 
you know, um, that's as they said, they're looking at offense only, and uh, they're picking Mark Vientos at third. In the outfielders was Jared Kellenick, no surprise. Ross Adolph from the Cyclones, and Bryce Brents, who uh, who is a uh, they said the Travis Tyrone uh eventually want to be so he must strike out a lot i don't know much about bryce bentz uh but he played at triple a this year so that's the mets minors guys uh screwing around putting together a staff of uh prospects and uh, an all-star team based on that uh also uh in the minor leagues uh, keith law who i believe is with espn he's their minor league guru he believes that the Mets have the possibility and have the foundation to have a top 10 farm system um, next year. So uh, a very uh, quick turnaround with the farm system, a couple of good trades and, and some good draft picks. Now, uh, of course, some of this is going to depend on next year's draft picks who is chosen and, uh, you know, where they pick, they select. But, um, yeah, um, some positive news. And that's what we're all about. We want positive news here. So um, we're just hoping for good things next year. Can we have one year of health? That's all I'm asking for. Just one good year everybody's healthy you minor aches and pains and guy misses a couple of days here and there. that happens you can't you can't you can't uh not have that but i mean these major injuries where we lose key players for months on end that's what i'm talking about and uh let's hope let's all say a prayer this winter let's say a lot of prayers this winter and make a novena or whatever and and uh you know Hope that the Mets can get some healthy uh, health into their system next year, and it stays throughout the year. But there's a long way to go before that. Uh, we still have nine games. We'll have another uh, episode before the regular season ends. We'll touch uh, on probably David Wright a little bit next week. And as we approach his final um, start for the New York Mets, and uh, we'll see how the season, how the how the schedule is going to work out in the winter. Uh, don't know how we're going to do it yet. Um, have a couple other projects, so uh, we'll see what what works out. But you'll be the first to know. So be sure to subscribe and be looking for this podcast all the time. Mets Musings, MetsMusings.com. All right, uh, that's going to wrap it up for me as soon as I can find the theme song on my handy-dandy little player. There we go. Um, <laughs> so have a great week, everybody. We'll be back next week to wrap it up. And remember, until then, look, the season's almost over, but keep the faith, stay optimistic, and let's go, Mets.